Welcome to Why Is with I and Dan. We're back in the green room. It's time to talk about movies that are related to the MCU. Hello, I guess I'm introducing it. Welcome back to Why Is Time Dan, a weekly Marvel recap podcast where this week we discuss Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, but now we're going to discuss our green room movies. What, what, uh, Mark promised he'd be here. He lied to you guys. Like always, he betrays me. I'm fed up with him. He's never coming back, at least until September, or unless Venom 2 gets moved up a bit. I don't know. This is the green room episode. We both watched movies, so we're going to talk about them. What a surprise, right? It's almost like you don't know what our podcast is, despite this being episode, what, 18.5? Right? That's what we're on? Yeah. Uh, 18.5. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, do you want me to go first, or you to go I think you should go first. Um, I think we should end with the better We should movie. end on a good note. Yeah. yeah. We really should. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Buddy Games, <laughs> and the only reason uh, I chose... Hold up, hold up, this. hold up, hold up. I know you want to yeah. give the reason, but Buddy Games is a movie that I had never heard of until Tyler brought it up. And I know every movie. So you need to first explain what this movie is before you go like, this is why I picked it. Because I never heard of it. Well, the only reason, I mean, like, that's the only reason I heard about it was the reason I picked it. <laughs> okay, fine. So, like, fine, I'll let okay, you so last week I watched Transformers. And it has Josh Duhamel in it, and to me, Josh Duhamel was the best. Uh, was like it was he was like a super highlight of that film. So I was like, you know what? This week I'll watch a Josh Duhamel film, and I did not feel like delving into Nicholas Sparks. So oh, I was like, man, I'll watch something. You, sorry, I had to say this. So the Nicholas Sparks movie, have you seen it? Have you seen it before the Nicholas Sparks movie? Maybe once, oh, maybe once. Okay, I won't go I too much into it before I was not discussing it on this show. But if you had watched Safe Haven, that would have been such a fun discussion. Safe Haven has the most insane twist I've ever seen in a romantic drama. And it would be so fun to discuss. But unfortunately, you chose Buddy Games. Thanks a lot. <laughs> so, well, okay, so the thing is, Buddy Games is a movie that I've never seen is purported to be a comedy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's a 2020 movie directed by Josh Duhamel, starring Josh Duhamel and Dax Shepard. Real A-list um, talent there. It, right? Yeah. I give this movie 0.5 stars out of 5, and you'll soon find out why. It has the premise of Jerry, Jeremy Renner's tag movie, but in a direct-to-DVD style, What's, which okay, doesn't okay, make it very promising. That's pretty funny, because to me, Jeremy Renner's tag movie is very bad, too. So... <laughs> See, here's the thing, is like, from what I know of the movie, because I've not seen his tag movie either, is that it's got a loyal following in, the, really? in that people do enjoy it for what it is. Um... Whereas I would say people saw it, buddy. I would say people saw. Sorry, I, I hate to say. This. I'm sorry. Yeah. I would say people saw tag. Were like and the most popular people are like, oh, it's pretty solid, and they completely forgot about it a week later. I'd say that. Oh, that's what a tag fan yeah. is. They, yeah, but see, this thing is like, I watched Buddy Games 
And I don't know if I will forget it a week later. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Is like at least those people forgot about the movie and moved on. That's Whereas true. Whereas this one, here's the short breakdown of the first ten minutes of the movie. One minute we get a monologue of men must compete to prove their worth. Five minutes we have middle-aged men trying to party with women half their age. Seven minutes in, one man rubs his testicles on a passed-out man's face. I have to ask: Do you Nine actually see the testicles? Minutes. Yes. Ew. To be clear here, I think movies need more male frontal nudity. But I think they were fake. Oh, you get a full frontal, like male frontal shot later on in the movie. Good. I think um, I actually think movies need more of that because there's so many full. You know what I mean? This okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. Keep talking. Sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. My printer was doing something weird. Oh, okay. So well, nudity is good. Yeah. I think men need to have more nudity because we know women are going to get less nudity in these movies. So us men should step it up. Just saying, it's not it's not really gender neutral, and we know that people aren't going to stop making movies with women doing full frontal, so we got to have the men step it up. On that note, <laughs> nine minutes in, we get a bathroom sex scene. So the first ten minutes, you think that it does get any worse. You were wrong. Um, we then have a falling out for five years, and the only way to fix things and I say the only way in air quotes um, is to once again hold the buddy games. The buddy games are essentially just made up challenges between the friends to prove their manliness. It's a really crappy fight club. There's a gross scene where one of the friends is selling $5 vodka shots from his minivan in a suburb cul-de-sac. And he steals some lemonade from some junior high girls who call him out on a lack of a liquor license. And then he calls them future strippers. There was one really cool scene transition. And the overall color grading was nice. But that's that's the half star that this film gets. Great. Um, At least it's better than the Eternals trailer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, moving on. The vodka friend also gifts another man his frozen sperm as a peace offering. The actual Buddy Games event is a music montage of middle-aged boys attempting to relive their glory days. Are you telling me that the titular Buddy Games are not actually shown? They're just a montage? Yeah. That's insane. Like, the majority of the very first day is just a whole montage. Um, there's a really odd bar scene involving dancing and laxatives. Uh, things get really weird at the end, and that's a lot to say that they weren't all weird already. Um, it oddly tries to redeem itself, like it's a very obvious attempt, and it fails very obviously too. Um, the love story is ridiculous. So Tiffany is actually played by, I'd say, the most famous person in this cast. It's Olivia Munn. Yes, yes it is. Yeah, uh, good for her, I guess. Not really. Dax Shepard was the highlight of this film until he fights a ferret in the woods. Neil McDonough and Jensen Ackles are both in this for a minute, and they're infinitely better than the rest of the movie. I laughed only two times throughout this film. I watched this so our listeners don't have to. That's my defense of that. So so I should watch this, right? That's what you were saying when I was looking up the Wikipedia page, right? Uh, I um, should definitely binge Queeby watch this as a miniseries. On your phone. You gotta watch it on your phone, yes. Yeah. In the pull, true spirit of Queeby. Yeah, pull a Kevin Law, as we say on this podcast. All right. So, spoiler alert, this podcast is going to be much shorter than our last bonus episode. <laughs> we were counting on Mark being here to, to really press us on it. Uh, but I watched, 
I watch a lot of stuff. I watch Heat though. We'll talk about Heat. Do you know what Heat is? Yeah, it's a movie with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. That's right. It's a movie with Mephisto and uh, De Niro. I'm actually gonna try to talk about Heat without relating to comic book movies because one, we really accept the comic book movies too much, and two, Heat's legacy for a lot of younger filmmakers is like, oh, it's the movie that inspired The Dark Knight, which is like such a disservice to it. So mm-hmm. Heat is a three-hour-long epic about a bank robber that Robert De Niro plays and the detective who's trying to take him down, played by Al Pacino. I don't really know what to say about Heat, because the thing about Heat is, like, it's been said by so many... Like, it is a classic. It is a stone-cold classic from 1995. It's three hours long. It's the It's not as the mark of a good long movie, where, it, like, it feels very meaty, but you can't really say you're watching it and you're getting bored. It ends at the right moment. I do have a quick thing to say about Heat that I think is really funny, and I'll actually start talking about the movie. But I went my whole life thinking this ends with, like, De Niro and Pacino standing on a beach and, like, giving each other a head nod and the movie ending. It does they not... they say a hug. No. <laughs> well, it does not... They do not bro out at the end. They do not... There's nothing... They're never at the beach in the entire movie. <laughs> what movie were you I don't know. Of? I guess it has to be the other <laughs> 90s De Niro Pacino movie. Or maybe I'm mixing up with Assassins, you know, the uh, Banderas movie for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what movie I'm thinking of, but I always thought that's how this ended. It doesn't. It ends with an awesome... I'm not saying what happens in it, but it ends with an awesome scene at an airport. Uh, kind of like when these two groups of superheroes... No! Come. We are not talking about <laughs> superheroes. We're talking about Heat. Uh... So Michael Mann directs Heat. Michael Mann is an underrated director that I've only seen one of her film by called The Insider. The Insider is also really good. I really need to watch my man. Um, or Michael Mann. Uh, I'm just trying to think of thoughts I had doing it. Because I don't think me saying Heat is a good movie is a take to give. And I also... The thing about Heat is I didn't totally love it because I think it's a very overwhelming movie on first watch. Because there's a ton of stuff going on in it. It's three hours long. But it's great. And I saw it in the theater. I saw it at the music box. Uh, friend of the mm. podcast, as I I said last week, we will always now refer to the movie Falcons as friend of the podcast because they retweeted us. Uh, they're unlike the other ones I say that are friends of our podcast that I just kind of lie about. Where I'm like, ah, oh, Chloe Zhao, friend of the podcast. No, she isn't. Sorry, but Music Box is. We love you, Music Box. It was part of the heist movie series because last week I know if you remember I saw Ocean's Eleven there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this was their other heist movie they showed. Uh, what was I going to say? There's a lot of weird stuff in here. Al Pacino in this gives a bonkers performance where he's like always at a hundred a hundred and ten percent but it works for the movie and the thing that's great there's a meme from heat i think you might have seen it so there's a scene in this movie where al pacino which in the meme you have no context for it uh it's just he like leans into whatever the person he's interrogating his eyes bulge out and he just goes she's got a great ass and it's like, I've always been like, what is the context of this? And what's great is when the scene is about to begin, you see him walk into this and you immediately recognize the background from the meme. And you can tell the audience is like, immediately, like, like you can tell people are getting ready for the line. And then what happens, the entire audience just burst out in applause. And what's great is it's not the end of the line. It's like, he's, he's like, she's got a great ass. But your head's too shoved up into it to see anything. It's like that. And it's so, like, it's so over the top. He's, like, screeching it. His eyes are is it out. Is it Pacino? It's that Pacino. Says it's Pacino who delivers yeah. the line. It's amazing. Nice. Uh, and P- De Niro's giving a nice, subtle performance like De Niro does. I, I, I do like De Niro. De Niro's great in this. But Pacino's performance is so amazing. It's so over the top. I love it. 
Uh, and it's got a lot of big actors in it, too. This is one of those weird movies that Natalie Portman in, was in when she was, like, 12. Oh. Um, so it's weird to see her in it. And you're like, oh. And, like, she shows up in the other credits. I'm like, Natalie Portman's in this. And then, like, by the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, Natalie Portman's in this. Uh, not that she has a bad role. It's just her role's kind of... She plays Pacino's stepdaughter. And he's very obsessed. The detective work is taking over his life in the movie. And the gun shootouts in this are incredible. The sound design, whoa. So crazy, so good. The gunshots sound like... It sounds weird, but they just sound really satisfying. It's really great sound design. There's also another great Pacino scene in it. This one I didn't know about, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Because that really was the thing. It was like, Pacino in this movie. Wow. The thing is, if i got to tell you about the two best Pacino scenes, Pacino's performance throughout is just like, whoa. So he comes home late in the movie, and he discovers his wife has been sleeping with another man. Now, he says he's not freaking out the man, but he refuses to let the man leave. And he goes, I don't mind that you let this man into our house and you slept with him. I don't mind that he's sitting on my couch, but he's watching my goddamn TV. He can't be watching my... And the TV is like a small 12-inch like TV from the 90s. And De Niro like, yeah. gets so mad at it. He picks up the TV. He leaves the house of it. He puts it in his car, his police car next to him. And then he stops at a red light and just looks at the TV angry and he smashes it. He pushes it out the door and just smashes it on the ground and he just drives off. But what's great about the scene is, and this is why I will say Michael Mann is a great director. This is the only reason though. Uh, but <laughs> is the camera lingers on some extras who just stare at the TV really confused as the car drives off. <laughs> and the extras are just like, why did this guy throw this TV? He doesn't say anything, but their face is just so confused. And yeah. It's incredible. Um, but it is a good tense movie. Uh, it's a good gangster movie in a lot of, it's not a gangster movie, but it is a movie about organized crime at points, but it's something that I can't really get into because it was one watch and it's three hours long and it's so much to take in, but it's one of those movies you can watch it and be like, I might not have got it all because it was overwhelming, but I can tell the craft here is astounding. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I really recommend it if you got three hours. That's that's the thing I I talk about a lot is the nineties. I miss the, I Scorsese is the one who can do it nowadays, and that's uh, put out a three-hour movie, and people not be like, you know, not, not have to cut it down. Uh, yeah. But the thing is also is the three-hour movies in the 90s all earned the three hours. Like Heat, Malcolm X, and Goodfellas. No, Goodfellas isn't three hours, but Heat, Malcolm X, and Casino, all those are three hours long, and all of them really earned their runtime. I don't feel like they're too long. The Godfather... And uh, if I recall, Godfather Part Two, they're both super long. Yeah. I don't know if they reach three hours. Apocalypse Now, I know they... is there too, and that's the same director. Yeah, that's well, that's Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, Francis yeah. Ford Coppola. Uh, but yeah, uh, Heat. It's a great movie. Hot Tank. I know. I gotta. I gotta give a shout out to a meme on a group chat I'm in, which is just whatever Heat comes up. Do you know what the response is? Just say a sentence what? to me about Heat. Just say a sentence to me. Like, I want to watch Heat or something like that. I want to watch Heat. Heat. You just respond with Heat. You can't say anything <laughs> else. Heat. <laughs> All right. Uh, so oh this has goodness. been our short, abbreviated episode of The Green Room. Join us next week when we talk about Avengers and whatever else we see in The Green Room. We might be doing a doubleheader of a certain actor, but I'm not committing to that in case I watch something else I want to talk about. Um... <laughs> But we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Right. See you in the next one.